Hey everyone, Tucker Dixon here with your weekly recap. Let me turn this off. I really shouldn't have things running like this when I'm doing recordings or interviewing victims of violent crimes. Anyways, last week was Rhode Islander week. Huh, really scraping the bottom of the barrel on this one. Vinny's creep tried to save two fathers the burden of paying for college and tried to tip the paper boy and everyone got mad at him. Carl's creep is your standard run-of-the-mill murder and rapist. Nothing too exciting with him. It was a real hard week for me to choose who to vote for. Except for... He was born in Providence, Rhode Island, into a poor family. Poor family. Poor family. Poor family. Whereas things like rape and murder may be forgivable, being poor is never acceptable. Anyways, Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Prescription jugs. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny Paulino. I am the People's Champion, and joining me today, I got to tell you, he's feeling very, very generous today, and he's here because he just wants a good time. Let's all show each other our dicks and have a drink. Great. Weird, Carl. (laughs) Weird, Carl. Why are you recording me in the hallway? I told weird, you not to do that. Weird, Carl. Buddy boy, I'm glad to have you here. We are in the studio. We're going to do a show for you today, and we let you pick the theme. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Thanks for introducing me. Yeah, Carl. <laughs> I'll just skip right past that. Uh, yeah, so we put up a vote on Twitter, three different states, and I actually voted on this one myself. And who did you vote for? I voted for Arkansas. Oh, boy, oh, boy, that you are a winner because that's where we're heading today. Yes. The natural state, Carl. I, I'm looking forward to this one today. I have a, a pretty good presentation for everyone. Yeah, he's been working on it since, I believe, 92. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Before we move into the actual competition, we need to take a look at the results from last week. I liked week. Uh, Tucker on that one. I thought that was a pretty good recap for once. Yeah, he finally's getting a shit straight. Good yeah, job, good Tucker. Job, Tucker. Last week, we went to Rhode Island. Yes. The ocean state, for some reason. I wish it was in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had a 16-year-old kid who murdered and ate a 5-year-old and then tried to rape the paperboy. It's a story as old as time itself. Yeah, I'm telling you. Happens all the time. <laughs> An does, old yeah. Rhode Island fairy People tale. People are getting real bored of that story. It's a real snoozer. It's a real snooze fest. It's a sea shanty from the ocean state. (laughs) Yeah. Carl, you had a guy who found Jesus in a van with some fucking lady. (laughs) Yes. And uh, ladies and gentlemen. Converted to Christianity in one day after being a serial rapist and murderer. That's how good Whataburger is, folks, in case you were wondering. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, 55% of the vote. Yes. Because the rules have spoken, we live to fight another day. Now, that blows my mind. Oh, that feels good. It's been too long. That blows my mind because we were at four to one. I was on game point and I brought in a fucking child eater and you pick Vinny. a guy who found Jesus. So let, I don't know what the this. people want I anymore. I don't get a lot of wins on Sundays or Mondays these days. So if you could just let me have this one, I'd really appreciate it. So now the score is what? Four to two? Yeah, it's four to two. And I'm going to let you, everybody in on something. I talked to Carl last night via text yeah. after that game. I was not happy. He did not seem like he was in a good state. I wasn't <laughs> sure if the show was going to happen. I was getting text was like, messages from uh, the Drew and Mike show guys and you and everyone busting my balls. And all I did was send you like the meme of the fat guy from the office giggling. That's all I did. <laughs> and it was like, fine, Vinny. The Bills lost. They're going to fucking move. And fucking congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Vinny, Vinny's a little bit too happy about my team sucking these days. So, yeah. In fact, I might go over there and punch you in that fucking face right now. (laughs) The way you're smiling. Fucking knock that chin in. Uh, Which one? (laughs) Now, I guess we're going to start the competition. And because you won, that means you have to go first. Ring that fucking bell, Carl. All right. The biggest creep from Arkansas was my assignment. And I don't normally pick my creeps well in advance. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. But as soon as I found out it was Arkansas. Is R. Kelly from Arkansas? I had, <laughs> I had to call one Hillary Rodman Clinton. Now, Hillary Clinton, you might know, was, was the born first lady. in Chicago. First lady. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, she, she lived in Arkansas for quite some time. She's also a state senator from New York for some reason. I'm going to lose again. I still don't know why that happened. This is bullshit. No, it's difficult to really, I don't want to take up everybody's day. So I, I'm not going to go into everything. So let's just cover a couple things that make her a creep. Okay. Just a few topics here. Starting with the Clinton Foundation. Remember the Clinton Foundation? Yes. This is uh, number 45 talking about the Clinton Foundation. Hillary Clinton turned the State Department into a private hedge fund. The Russians, the Saudis, the Chinese all gave money to Bill and Hillary and got favorable treatment in return. It's a sad day in America when foreign governments with deep pockets have more influence in our own country than our great citizens. That's right. When she was the Secretary of State working for us in our federal government. Inexcusable. She was also running the Clinton Foundation and taking these generous donations from foreigners. And actually, the FBI investigated this, but that wasn't the only thing that they were investigating on, uh, on Clinton. Crooked Hillary. Most people have probably forgotten that there are two criminal FBI investigations of Mrs. Clinton. The secret server in her house, the email scandal, which we talk about all the time because it involves the failure to protect, the alleged failure to protect national security secrets, and the one Donald Trump mentioned, which is actually a team of FBI agents looking at allegations of public corruption. If I may amplify what Donald Trump said, and I would refine it slightly, I wouldn't call it a hedge fund, I'd call it a slush fund. That's right, Vinny. We had a lot of things going on when Hillary decided, like, oh, maybe I should be the president now. You know, I'm a corrupt politician. I should probably be able to be the, the president. That seems fine. And you know what's great about the Clinton Foundation? And actually, Adam Carolla picked up on this. When they had the Democratic National Convention, mm-hmm. it was never brought up one time. Here's this charity, this charitable foundation that her and her husband founded and is supposedly doing so much good in the world. Not brought up by a single person. So everyone knew it was corrupt. This was not like a Well, I mean, a did mystery. you want I mean it was being brought up constantly at the other convention. Did <laughs> yes. you want to yes, it was. Did you just want to play it into the ground? So this is the um, you know, people say like, okay, but are there specific examples of this? Because it's easy to say, like, yeah, okay, there were donations and we assume there was favors being made and quid pro quo, but do we actually know that? Let's let's get an example of that real quick and then we'll move on. She's from Chicago. There are some extreme I'll give you the most extreme example involves her husband's friend, Frank Justra, G-I-U-S-T-R-A, a Canadian, who asked Mrs. Clinton as a foreigner for permission to own shares in a uranium mine in Utah. Secretary of State has the permission. She granted the permission. He sold 80% of his shares to Vladimir Putin. Oh. The Russians now own this uranium mine in Utah. He then gave $145 million from the proceeds to the Clinton Foundation. Now, you're raising your eyebrows. Anybody's eyebrows would be raised listening to this. Admittedly, I've given you one of the more extreme examples of this. There are many others. That's a good way to get paid to do that job, I would think. That's probably more than her salary was. That is ridiculous. It's uncalled for. (laughs) We could all agree that Hillary Clinton is a creep. And if we were talking about the biggest creeps from Chicago, you'd have a case. This is your only argument is that it doesn't count for Arkansas because you know you can't beat this. Let's talk about the Steele dossier. Ladies and gentlemen, there are rules to this game. Let's talk about the Steele dossier, shall we? And once again, Mr. Hamburger snubs his nose at them. Hold on a second. We talked about this yesterday. You knew I was doing Hillary, and I did not hear anything about Chicago then. I know. There is, there is nothing about Chicago. It's called a setup, Carl. I'm setting you up. Wait a, wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me that it's a trap? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's find out about the Steele dossier. Do you remember the Steele dossier? This is the Mueller report. Carl, do I ever. I'm still waiting to find out what was happening with the Steele dossier. Maybe you could clear it up for everyone. Oh, I'd be happy to. Did you know that the Clinton campaign, who was running against Trump, actually dreamed this whole thing up? And made it all up, and that's why it exists, and we had all of that nonsense with the Russian hoax and all that stuff that took forever for them to figure out was all just a lie. And actually, this is the former director of national intelligence confirming this. 
what I did see in intelligence documents, some of which I've now declassified, um, that there was collusion uh, involving the Clinton campaign and Russians to create a dossier. But I gave John Durham over a thousand other uh, documents that have not yet been declassified that I know uh, uh, include intelligence that goes specifically to um, this criminal activity that would be the basis for further indictments. Hmm. Seems like she got away with some shit there, huh? Doesn't it? That was a big waste of everyone's time. Do you mean to tell me that the only thing I liked about Donald Trump isn't true? Yeah, the Obama got, got hooker piss fed. Hookers, yeah, that that was the made best up story. story. That was That's totally the best up. story. Come on, it was fun. I mean, it's creative. I'll give him that. Come on, I mean, that was up there with like the Kennedys tag team in Marilyn Monroe in Cuba. I would say that's probably cooler than a tinkle party, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I like it when our presidents are a little fucked. It's fun. Do you remember Benghazi? Remember when uh, September 11, 2012, our embassy was attacked? You know, Carl, it rings a bell. Maybe you could tell us all about it. Well, it's funny because remember how Clinton had a secret email server, which is illegal to have, that no one else could see her emails? No, no. I believe emails. it was a bleach holder. Oh, it was That's a what her lawyers told everyone. It was a bleach holder. <laughs> We used it to hold liquid bleach. Well, one of the reasons why she probably didn't want people seeing her emails is because of the Benghazi cover-up. Here's the thing. Hillary's private email server is connected to Benghazi and what happened there. The judge in this case discovered, uh, authorized discovery into whether the Benghazi controversy motivated the cover-up via the use right. of Hillary Clinton's email system. So the judge said it was one of the worst modern offenses to government transparency in the history of the country oh that's interesting sounds pretty like pretty creepy behavior to me yeah now let's hear about what real she could creepy have done. behavior <laughs> let's yep. hear about what she could have done to save these people's lives there's already cp on that server or, that we know or, of well hold on <laughs> we're, we're getting there four um dead americans in libya and this is one of the survivors talking about how hillary really botched this one what did hillary clinton not do that she should have done that would have helped you in Benghazi? And well, she should have provided and answered the emails to uh, and the request for security um, there at the consulate. You know, uh, the consulate was about eight acres and it was guarded by five diplomatic security officers. Mm -hmm. And anybody that has ever been around anything to do with security knows that is, I mean, incompletely. Uh, mm -hmm. Are completely inadequate. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Oh, hold on a second. Mark hires more security for the comedy club when you have uh, deaf comedian nights. Mark is the only fucking security we need. <laughs> and you better be careful bringing up his name these days. <laughs> okay. Kick your head right off your shoulders. So they requested more security and she did not provide more security. And of course they were vulnerable. But that wasn't the only problem with this uh, cover up of Benghazi. When the attack happened, and remember, there's a lot of controversy. They thought there was a YouTube video that pissed these people off, and then they decided they were going to attack. And it wasn't a coordinated effort. It just kind of happened during a protest. Like, hey, let's go in there and kill people. What stuff. happened? Did her stream go down in the middle of something and everyone got really mad? No, she actually knows how to use technology. Oh, okay. Just checking. So, um, yeah, you're you're the creep, by the way. Is that on the bingo card that our stream goes down? Yeah. While I'm, <laughs> I'm the mid-sentence. It's always when I'm in mid-sentence, too. I'm like, oh, where was yeah. I? Okay, great. Um, so even after the attack started, there were requests for reinforcements and there were stand down orders. Why? Oh, it, it's not even awful. I would say murderous. Uh, we, we had the assets available and uh, she's the one that set them down, that didn't let them to come to us. And I believe the, the assets that were available in the area would have saved uh, Tyrone Woods and, and Glenn Doherty's, my two teammates. Lost. Why did she want these Americans to be killed, Vinny? It seems pretty crazy. And then when she had to testify about this. Because, again, they're talking about this confusion. Was this a coordinated effort? Was it just a protest that went crazy? And, of course, Hillary says. The fact is, we had four dead Americans. Was it I because understand. of a protest? Or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference does it make? Uh, she's the that. worst. <laughs> I can't even handle that voice. Oh, her, I, I should have given you a warning. If you had just played clips of her talking, you yep. would have won this. Yeah, I know. I, I know that. I went a little bit further beyond that I needed to. Also, I do want to say, and please leave this in the show, Vinny, that I am not suicidal in any way. I, even though the Bills season is falling apart, I do not want to kill myself. 
I am not going to hang myself in my garage. That is not my intention at all. I'm a very happy-go-lucky guy. Next week when Crows is sitting there. <laughs> I live a charmed life. And the CIA guy is over here telling me just to read the script. <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll be fun. Last week's episode was full of lies. Carl. <laughs> I am Vinny, and I want to say. Uh, my name is Vinny Paulino, and I'm speaking on behalf of Carl. I am now going to read his last will and testament. <laughs> so Rose McGowan, you know who Rose McGowan is? I just saw a picture of her the other day. Yeah. Wow, what Oops, happened? Yeah. <laughs> she was a smoke show back in the day. She was, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, the Harvey Weinstein thing did not uh, yeah. work out well. I for thought her. it was Marilyn Manson's semen that did that to her. <laughs> so she kind of was a big part of the Me Too. Is it possible movement? to like expand and melt at the same time? I don't know. Like, <laughs> sure, like it's not Check right. Your waistband. I don't know. She was obviously responsible for uh, taking down Harvey Weinstein and, and a lot of the Me Too movement. Well, she decided to go after Hillary Clinton with a tweet uh, directly at her. This is what the tweet said. You are a shadow leader in the service of evil. You are the enemy of what is good, right, and moral. You represent no flag, no country, no soul. You eat hope, you twist minds. I've been in a hotel room with your husband, and here comes the bee. So, she was saying that she's going to leak some very uh, important information about the Clintons. Right. And then guess what happens? Weeks after threatening to reveal sensitive info on the Clintons, Rose McGowan now claims that she was run off the road and had her home broken into. Just oh. a coincidence, I'm sure. Rose was scared silent, eh? I believe so. Let's talk about the emails, though. I think that's really the juiciest thing, because as you know... What'd you say about emails? So she had a private email server that no one had access to. And when they finally did, the FBI asked for access to it. She scrubbed tons of emails off of this thing. And um, you don't need to see what she ordered from Wish. Oh, no, she'll, she'll tell you what those emails were. My private personal emails, emails about planning Chelsea's wedding or my mother's funeral arrangements, condolence notes to friends, as well as yoga routines, family vacations. Oh, she's just emailing yoga routines and trying to coordinate weddings and stuff. Vinny. I mean, of course, you want to delete that stuff before the FBI investigates. Yeah, the FBI don't really waste your time reading these. It's so silly. She was actually assisting them and being cooperative she was, technically was very helpful because there were so many emails on there she's like let me scrub some of these that are unimportant again you, you born in chicago so what happened though with our buddy anthony wiener aka carlos danger do you remember that gentleman oh i do what's a congress you know what though maybe the audience doesn't remember maybe you should tell us more carl well it's interesting because anthony wiener was caught sexting with underage girls <laughs> he was such a creep this guy and he was married to uh Uma Abedin, which, of course, was the top aide for Hillary Clinton. And when the New York Police Department went to confiscate the laptop of Anthony Weiner, they found all of Hillary's emails on there. What? So Hillary scrubbed her own emails, but then they found them all on here. Well, that was a lucky. I know. And why do they have that all That is a good assistant. Why did she have all of her emails on there? The material on Anthony Weiner's laptop um, was only stumbled into when the New York Police Department was investigating him for his text to underage girls. And they inadvertently bumped into a huge amount of data in which Huma Abedin had forwarded things to her husband to a computer that they jointly used. My sources tell me this was her blackmail file. So if the Clintons ever turned on her, um, this is what she would use on them. Smart. It's a good idea to have information about I Hillary. frankly think it's a bad idea to have information on the Clintons. <laughs> yeah, well, I am going depends to- Depends uh, on how you use it, I guess. I yeah. am going to step back and look at this objectively. Not smart. Okay. Well, let's talk about what was in those emails. Um, this is where this is where the tide turns here. And I, I'm told by a New York police officer who is in a position to know there was evidence of pedophilia, sexual exploitation of minors, and massive, massive corruption. Why have we not? None of this has been released. Why have we not seen what was in Anthony Weiner's laptop? Why have we not seen this? Well, I'm going to guess because they're Hillary's personal emails. And when the NYPD saw them, they went, oh, this is all just shit about Chelsea's wedding and yoga. Yeah, right. Because that's what Hillary said it was. Right. So they just deleted it. I'm sure that's because yeah. there's nothing to it. This is all just. There's nothing to it. You know, a little pedophilia or something. We're all going to have that in our email, of course. N no. Actually, no. the investigators for, no. the, for New York City Police Department. Now, these guys have seen some shit. 
they have seen some shit in their day. And when they saw it was on this computer, it was not good. There's a lot that can be prosecuted. I have no doubt on that laptop. In fact, I heard that the New York police officers who saw some of it, even though they're hardened investigators, literally had to go throw up. Who it's was bad. Who's that lady? Who cares who that lady is? I do. I'd like to know who this woman there is who's are, saying this. There are reports that the police officers who saw Hillary's emails threw up. There are reports so that your feet are normal. It doesn't mean it's I true. I haven't seen those reports. You're going to have to show me those reports. I haven't seen it. All right. I'll get, I'll get you a credit on that one. All right. Let me go back and find the credit for that one for you. Yeah. By the way, can I just point out these research jobs I do are not easy because Google and YouTube is not look like, Hey, you want to find out what Hillary's been up to? Here's a whole list of shit like that. It's pretty buried. You were bitching to me about the Maxwell trial yesterday. You can't find anything. And I looked oh, yeah. after and it was really wild because like the only thing I saw was like court started at eight 25 AM court yeah. broke for lunch at 1 PM. Tim Dillon went off on a rant about this. It's so funny because he found a report that was done uh, out of the UK and it was an interview with the sketch artist in the courtroom. Like, hey, how did you get started? How long have you been doing sketch? I mean, sketch uh, you know, I used to go to uh, open mics, sketch artists, open mics. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I started off just like sketching in the back and then eventually, you know, I gave it a shot. So anyway, look at BitChute's not as a great uh, search engine and DuckDuckGo, but I did my best to find these things. Where'd you find it all? Parlor? And it's interesting. Does that still exist? I don't know. I got a text message from Parlor the other day. Did you? Yes. What do they tell you? Hey, Ven, come on back. Come on back. We're, up, we're up and running. I don't want to go. So, um, why is it that well, you can't find this information? It seems like it should be right out there in the open. All this corruption. This person had held very uh, high places in the government. And then when she does get interviewed by someone in the media, the questions are things like this. How did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> because you, you, you're not in power, but you have all the power. <laughs> I, I really need to understand how you do what you do <laughs> because you seem to be behind everything nefarious and yet you do not use it to become president. <laughs> what is the game plan? <laughs> well, Trevor. What is, what, but honestly, though, what does it feel like being the boogeyman of the right? See, isn't that fun? It's like hiding in plain sight. They're like, geez, people say you're up to a lot of no good. Well, those people are crazy, aren't they? And she just I goes, imagine <laughs> she has video of Trevor Noah skinning a child. <laughs> I think that was on the laptop. Like, yes. What the fuck? Trevor Noah He's the sucks. Worst. He He's really the worst. is the worst. He was the worst choice in the world for that show. It's it's maddening. I, I don't watch the show, but I see the previews sometimes. They'll play like one joke coming up on the show, and you're like, Who's, who thinks that's funny? It's the most obvious, low-hanging fruit joke every fucking time. And that show used to be great. The great John Stewart. Yeah, when people had funny. fucking standards. But all right. All right. So that's my creep this week. Oh, Jesus it Christ. It is Finally. Hillary Clinton, and uh, I don't want to kill myself. I feel like you now. Like, I'm just exhausted from listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. Now you know how it feels. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to fix you right up. You ready for a real creep? Today, we're not only going to talk about a creep, we are going to learn about how you make them. Oh, great. Yeah. My creep today is the blackest of sheep from one of the country's creepiest culty families. My creep today is Miss Duggar's baby boy, Josh. Oh, boy. This fucking guy. Josh Talk about Douglas. hiding in plain fucking sight, Carl. Yeah. This is a story, and I did not know half of it. Okay. So I know there was recently a trial and a conviction. We'll get to the details of that later. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about why people know who the Duggars are, for those of you who are uninitiated into this bullshit. We first met Josh and his shitty siblings and his family on the Learning Channel's reality freak show, 17 Kids and Counting. The show was renamed multiple times because they kept having fucking kids. By the time the show was over, there were 19 of them. Jesus. Children, not counting the parents. That's too many. You don't say. <laughs> I think that's too many. So the show basically followed the lives of a super Christian sex machine and a two-term Republican member of the Arkansas House of Representatives, Jim Bob Duggar, and his bow-legged wife, Michelle, <laughs> and their 19 fucking idiot kids. And all of them have names that start with the letter J. Uh, oh, my God. Middle America loved this shit. 
Now, my favorite thing about reality shows. Well, we're all pointing and laughing, obviously. I don't know. You don't know? The best thing about these reality shows, though, is how they always have the intro that basically explains the whole thing for you. Mm -hmm. This is uh, the intro. Here we go. This is the story of my family. That's me. I'm Michelle. There's Jim Bob, my wonderful husband, and our children. Josh, Jana, John David, Jill, Jessa, Ginger, Joseph, Josiah, Joanna, Jedediah, Jeremiah, Jason, James, Justin, Jackson, Johanna, and Jennifer. You lost count? That's 17 in all. And I delivered every one of them. There's also one more on the way. We are not a typical family. And it's not just because of our enormous size. We have very conservative values. Our children watch yeah. very little television. And we closely monitor I'm their access <laughs> to the internet, among other things. As for school, that happens around the dining room table. Homeschool, to make check. Meet, we own several commercial properties that we rent out. Even though we're nine times the size of an average family, we somehow make it all work. God, I've never watched that show. I mean, either. Never watched a second of it. It's but, not as catchy as like the Brady Bunch or Gilligan's Island. Like I like the song. Like what it's a song. Well, there's fucking nineteen of them. It takes explains. a minute and a half. <laughs> I know, to but there should them. be a song and the rest. You know, you can always throw that in at the end. There's so much to fucking unpack <laughs> here. But I got to tell you something about the that. Pedophile. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Island. I got to ask you this question though. At what point do you? Is this wife just like fucking come on my tits already, Jim Bob? <laughs> what the I, fuck I know are we're not you using doing? contraceptives, but can you fucking pull out once? Jesus Christ! Jesus fucking Christ. by baby number seventeen, she's begging for it in the ass. She's just like fucking give <laughs> it to me. Stop. She's like, no, I love oral now. I just want to give you hat. That's my only oh, thing. Oh my oh. god! After how many kids? You think like after Jedediah, her she fucking blew out a tit trying to breastfeed. Jesus Christ! And you could tell they were running out of names to come up with too. They're like Jebediah, Jeremiah, Joseph. Jehoshaphat. <laughs> it's great. Either way, this fucking weird-ass show is a hit, Carl. Yeah. The show runs eight fucking seasons. Yep. Eight seasons, and a big part of the arc of this show is... I love how they're trying to explain. They're like, we're a conservative family. Do things a little bit differently. Oh, you, you know, know what We say. bring our kids up right. You're on television. You're a reality show. It's the worst way to bring up children. And what are you talking about? I will say something about Jim Bob that should be mentioned. The guy was a state senator. Yeah. And he was also ran for the United States Senate. Okay. In like 2002, I think. And he got his clock cleaned. His clock cleaned. Yeah. His cock. His <laughs> clock I wonder what you were trying cleaned. to say there. His clock cleaned yeah. by somebody. So, like, they didn't even vote this weirdo in, but they considered him to be a fucking senator yeah, from well, that guess, state. Yeah, well, guess who they actually did vote in in my state? Hillary Clinton. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Crooked Hillary. I don't like it when you try to resell your creeps. You do it too well. I know. All right. This kid is a creep, and I'm going to tell you something. When you raise kids repressed like this, when they realize that they live their entire lives with such crazy rules, the second they get a, just a scratch of freedom, they go fucking crazy because they realize it was all bullshit. Yeah, the Amish do that. They let yeah. the kids go and smoke meth for a couple of years. And, and then they come right back out. and fucking make cabinets. It's great. <laughs> it is. It's a good system. It works. Fucking ride a horse, make a cabinet, fucking relax. <laughs> the meth was a lot. <laughs> relax. Being, being an Amish person means you can relax. <laughs> That's funny. This dad is really weird. And there was an episode that they did called A Very Duggar Wedding, which was a special mm -hmm. about Josh's marriage to a girl named Anna. Okay. And some of the things that they were very, very specific about was that he never even kissed this girl until they got married. Gross. Right. How do you know? What are they holding hands? What, what, what are they? What, what kind of courtship is this? This is a about? wacky courtship. Listen to this shit. This is his wedding day. This is the episode from his wedding day. Here's an audio clip. Um, you know, you're getting ready to get married. I didn't know that. I just, I thought it'd be time to have a man-to-man -man talk with you. Oh. About the birds and the bees. How old is this guy at this point? 22. Jesus. Getting married the day of his <laughs> wedding. His father decides to have the fucking sex talk with him. He's like, all right, I'm going to have this conversation with you. This is Pornhub. All right. I'll be back in three hours. Carl. <laughs> It was on video. Yeah. Open that up. Yeah. Open that up. He gives him a gift. Yeah. 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 Before the wedding night, definition of normal sexual intercourse. They bleeped out the word <laughs> sexual intercourse. intercourse. That's this the... is a book that Dr. Ed Wheat, who oh, is my doctor, doing good things. wrote. And he Staying in love for life. We got married. 
and taught us everything we know. And so if I give this to you, you'll know everything we know. I think I kind of understand how it works. Yeah. I think I learned it's that kinda like, It's kind of like Legos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carl, that was the sex talk this guy gave his son. He gave him two books the day of his wedding. One of them was written, they were written by an MD yeah. about like how to actually have sex. This whole situation is fucked. This kid has no lens for sexuality or instruction in his life. Sure. Okay. So what else do you think he should do? He decides to get into politics, Carl. Yeah, of course. The show is successful. They're bringing in almost 25 mil a year in sponsorships and shit. It's insane how much money this family is worth because of this fucking show. Josh goes to work on Mike Huckabee and Rick Santorum's presidential campaigns. He's out there doing all sorts of stuff. Not good. Did those guys become president? I can't remember. No, but I'll tell you what. (laughs) It was enough to catch the eye of the old ghouls at the FRC, the Family Research Council. Okay. Those crusty old motherfuckers. They're like, oh, look at this young doe-faced boy. He's out there. He didn't even kiss his wife till they got married. He's perfect for us. Yep. They hire this kid and make him the face of the Family Research Council. Okay. Which is a big deal. That is a huge lobbying institution in for fucking family values. If you fuck say the so, gays. I've never heard of it. You've sure. never heard of the Family Research Council? No. Holy I've never shit. Heard of they're that. a huge part of why they're fucking labels on CDs and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, they fucking suck. And by the way, you brought in a Christian last week. Fuck it. This is what you get. Yeah, I know. You're doubling down on the Christian thing. I oh, my I God. The biggest part of his job was building grassroots across the country while working at FRC Action and basically giving out Republican conservative values. And he Nothing also, wrong with that. He also wanted to talk about... Jesus Christ! Everywhere he fucking went. Apparently, all the success, all this stuff was happening, and they didn't know that barely six years before that show started, there was some fucking sick shit happening in that house, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. This kid's married... Josh is married. He has three kids at the time. He now has seven, by the way. Jesus. Okay. Jesus Christ. In 2015. The news came to light when In Touch magazine obtained a decade-old police report detailing Josh's alleged molestation. According to the magazine, the heavily redacted report details how Josh, whose name did not appear, was investigated for multiple sex offenses, including forcible fondling, against five girls in 2002 and 2003. A female minor claimed that Josh touched her breasts and genitals while she slept. In Touch magazine says charges were never pressed and the statute of limitations has expired. Uh, breasts? Incorrect. Yeah, okay. Uh, I would say chest area. Yeah, Now, right. there's five victims here that are known. Four of them are his sisters, his little sisters. Yeah. So there's a lot here going on. But apparently in 2002 and were 2003. Were they for it, though? How were they dressing around the house? Like fucking pilgrims. <laughs> like goddamn pilgrims, they were, Carl. They were wearing lingerie. Buckles everywhere. <laughs> they had a buckle on these little girls' vaginas. Nobody was getting in there. Uh, all right. Blame the victim. Bingo. So, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently in 2002, 2003, Jim Bob's running to be a senator. Josh is 14. He's diddling his little sisters. Mm. U.S. Weekly ran the story after a police report leaked. The details are gross, man. Boy, so he'd read that book before this. Jim- like the dad should have given him that book a lot sooner. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yep. You don't even know, dude. Jim right. Bob first found out about this from one of his daughters coming to him and saying, Dad, Josh was coming in and touching me during the night while I was- she thought I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was doing this shit on a regular basis. He would sneak into his little sister's rooms, and while they were asleep, he would rub their chests and vaginas and then go back to his room and rub fucking one out. Okay. Here's a fun one. He apparently would rub the vagina of his five-year-old sister while she sat on his lap during family Bible time. Ugh. I don't like anything you just said there. No. (laughs) The last part's the worst. (laughs) Benghazi what? Say Bible time? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't know which is a bigger fucking tragedy. But Jeez this Louise. this poor little girl's got to listen to all this bullshit while she's being molested. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my That's God. Tough, man. If this isn't disgusting enough, he also cornered one of his sisters while she was awake in the laundry room and just grabbed under her fucking dress to her vagina and was trying to fucking get something going. Now... <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to get something going. What are you fucking else kidding me doing? <laughs> she's awake. 
That's a sexual assault. He flat it's out sexual fucking assault, yeah. sexually it's assaulted it's his sister. It's not trying to get something going. He wasn't, ah, he turned out now. How about this? It's bad. Whatever the <laughs> fuck it is, it's bad. It's not good. And uh, according to the Duggars, there was also abuse that included a much younger sister who, according to them, didn't understand that she had been improperly touched. Sure. He was also alleged to have tried to do the same type of sexual assault to an adult babysitter. Hmm. Okay. I can get down with that. If he had just done that. Yeah, that's all right. He'd still be at the FRC. He'd just go, I didn't know how to make a pass. I was 14. I didn't know what I was doing. Now, and when you're you diddling babies, when you're diddling little fucking yeah, girls, that's a problem. you're a fucking disgusting animal. Apparently, they had to go back to this kid, and he confessed to this like three times. Okay. They talked to this kid like three times. And then finally, they sent him fucking away for three months to some type of rehabilitation, Christian rehabilitation thing. So you're saying they knew about this before the show? They knew about this when he was fucking running to be a senator of the United States. They just thought that it wouldn't get brought up. No one was going to find out. Was it wasn't a big deal or something? Well, they kept it very, very hush-hush, Carl. And this is an interesting part about it. During his trial that just recently happened, this woman named Bobby Holt, she was the mother of Josh's then-girlfriend okay. for what they were allowed to have girlfriends. And the way they described it was, it was an arranged marriage. Okay. Like, we said, our daughter and him are the same age. Let's get them married. And the parents were friends. Sure. So It's convenient. It makes holidays easier. Yeah, I get it. They said that in November of 2002, she was brought to the house, and she claimed that Josh, in the presence of Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar, confessed everything to her, said that he routinely touched minors in their private areas under their, quote, pantaloons and underwear. He was 15 at the time. Bobby alleged that Josh told her a young female minor, five years old, sat on his lap during Bible time and touched her inappropriately. She also alleged uh, that he touched three other young female victims while they were sleeping on different occasions. Can I give Josh some advice real quick? Shut the fuck up. Time to quit talking. Yes. <laughs> but the reason he had to do that, his parents demanded that he give a proper explanation for what he did and why they need to break off this relationship with the daughter. Ah, okay. So they were like, listen, you're going to confess. Tell everybody. So they send him away. And this is now about 16 months. They sent him to this camp for three months. And then he went to go work for a family friend doing, like, construction work. Okay. Weird shit. Mm -hmm. They bring him back. And that's when his father said, okay, now we're going to the police. Interesting. This is very strange. Yeah. 16 months after all of it happened, his daughters were being molested by this kid. And he's bringing them back into the house. Right. It's a strange thing to do. Mm. Jim Bob takes him. To meet a friend of the family, a guy named Joseph Truman Hutchins. And this is important because, holy fuck, Arkansas, you're a fucked up state. This guy's a family acquaintance, right? Yeah. So Jim Bob thought, okay, I'm moving him back into the house. I got to scare the kids straight. So he gets his trooper buddy, brings him over, and he makes Josh confess to this guy the same way. And this, this state trooper gave him a stern old talking to and Jeez. said... You'll be in big trouble if you do this again. Okay? Yeah. Not knowing that this guy's a mandated reporter and an actual police report had to be filed about this. Thomas Hutchins, this trooper, is now spending a 56-year <laughs> sentence in prison for child pornography. Oh, that's the right guy to get for this job then. Yeah, that's the right cop to know, apparently. <laughs> no wonder this Christ. fucking creepo got away with a warning. Yeah. Like anybody else... Would have been like, oh, fuck. This Next, kid, you can't bring it back in the house. What are you doing? Do not molest your, your sister ever again unless you film it and send it to me. That's the only way I allow that to happen. All of this shit happened before the show. He's working for the Family Research Council, and this police report leaks to Touch Magazine. He fuck Touch Magazine or In Touch Magazine? In Touch, whatever the fuck it is. I was going to say Touch Magazine sounds like a molester. Like a, a magazine for molesters. So this is, this is 2015. <laughs> yeah. There were rumors going back to like 2006, 2007 when the show first started. He, the family was supposed to go on Oprah and Oprah canceled an appearance mm. because somebody anonymously called them and said that the kid was a pedophile. And so Oprah didn't have them on. It's trolls. The trolls are getting me. So I'm not booked on these shows. 
<laughs> it's fucking really crazy. So yeah. he's working for this big company, and the fucking hits keep on coming, Carl. Okay. Okay. After this whole thing hits, Ashley Madison gets leaked. Do you remember the oh, Ashley yeah, Madison yeah, yeah. leak? Yeah. This was, motherfucker paid him a thousand bucks on his credit card while he was in DC working for FRC. Oh. He had an account with Ashley Madison. And not only that, he got hit later in the year. From uh, with a lawsuit from a porn star named Danica Dillon, who claims that he beat her up after he paid her for sex. Interesting. That's like uh, so he's the face of the fucking Family Research Council, and he's fucking porn stars and fucking cheating on his wife, and he's a kitty diddler. Well, these are all bad things. I don't know why it's a, Trevor Bauer. Is that his name? The pitcher for the uh, the. Dodgers who got kicked out of the league because he beat he beat up a girl so hard during sex. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. No. <laughs> Just get your dick wet. Yeah. You don't have to also punch her and bludgeon her. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the creep of, I would like to say, if you are into, you know, whatever you're into sexually, that's fine. But don't beat people up during sex. We, that's yeah, it. I will kink shame that one. Naughty, naughty. Stop it. So he has to resign from this job, obviously, and his statement was pretty grovelly. He says, I have been the biggest hypocrite ever. While espousing faith and family values, I have secretly over the last several years been viewing pornography on the internet. Oh, that was his confession. <laughs> and this became a secret addiction, and I became unfaithful to my wife. The last few years, while publicly stating I was fighting against immorality in our country, I was hiding my own personal failures. And guess what? We all know that the people who spout about this the most are the ones who are guilty of it. We so all no know. We all just waiting to find out what your fucking dad is up to. Yeah, no one's surprised. Now, guess what? Gravy train, fucking done. Show's canceled. Sure. Even though he's not really on it anymore, show is fucking done. Yeah, it's crazy. Kind of hard to watch after that, I would imagine. So what does this fucking guy do after that, Carl? What does he do after that? We're talking 2015. It's 2021. Yeah. Well, he decided to run a car dealership with his shitty brother, Jed. Oh, I'd love to see those commercials. Well, there really aren't any, but I do have some fun with you. Uh, would you like to play a little game? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I want you to guess. I'm going to read you two reviews. Okay. And you tell me which one you think is real and which one you think might have been planted. Okay. Of Got the it. dealership. So, so these, these are like Google reviews. These the are Facebook reviews, okay. actually, Got from it. the dealership. Be honest. We just bought a 2013 Focus less than a week ago for $5,500, and it's already broken down with two issues. Y'all had to know it had serious issues. I am absolutely crushed. Second review. Okay. Champion Motor Cars has reasonable pricing and great service. <laughs> I was looking at a 2015 Rogue, but God had a different plan for me. And with a little bit of prayer and patience, the perfect vehicle for me became available. Okay. Reasonable price is not something a customer says. That's not, a, that's not something a consumer says. That's what marketers say. Reasonable prices. Yeah. They have reasonable prices there. You should check it out. Yeah. Reasonable pricing. Is and it reasonable? Great service. Um, and uh, a little bit also, of prayer and patience may be the red flag there. Also, I want to point out, if you spend... $5,500 for a car, you are a fucking idiot, and it will break down. That's, that's not an amount of money that you buy a running car for. Uh, Just FYI. <laughs> so, and I think everyone's a creep in that scenario. Okay. Fun game, though. <laughs> Thank good. you. Thank you. A lot of people are not happy with this dealership, and it is closed. Well, yeah. the reason it closed was because in uh, May of 2019, the FBI decided to raid the place for really no reason other than the fact that Josh was in there downloading child porn to a computer. What the fuck with this guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like he's not learning his lesson. I don't think he is either. In fact, Carl, what he did was he went so far as to put in a second operating system on his computer with partitions. Oh, smart. So he would have a set. Yeah, he was doing every fucking thing he could to avoid getting caught on this computer. I love how people who are into child pornography become tech wizards. All of them are like fucking IT masters because they just they have to figure out ways to hide the shit and upload it. Didn't kiss it. his wife till his wedding day, but he could fucking hide CP, kids. Well, I guess he couldn't, but that's wow. interesting. Well, either way, they uh, they caught him in a sting. They were just a nationwide sting. They caught him uh, receiving files. Yeah. So the FBI raided the place and nice. arrested him. Good. I would just like to tell you, one of the images that he had involved a three-month-old baby. Yeah. Well, that's gross. Yep, yep, yep. So he was just this past week found guilty of Yay. receiving and possessing child pornography, which I think is great that, that you is. get them for both because you would think that's like one thing. You handed it to you, and now you have it. That's two crimes. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Way to go, government. 
the job. 20 years in prison he's facing, and let's hope they fucking beat the fuck out of him in jail a little bit. Can they bit. throw the rest of his family in prison, too? Is that something that could happen? Fucking preemptive prison. Let's just do that. Those Minority little ones report. look like a problem. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, you could vote for the creepiest person from Arkansas. You really only have one choice, and that's Josh Duggar. No, on account Hillary. of Hillary Clinton's not from Arkansas. She lived in Arkansas forever. What are you talking about? She's from Arkansas. Forever ago. So what? Whatever. Anyway... Um, all right, good good uh, presentation there, Vinny. Well done, my friend. Thank you. Thank so you. Go to thecreepoff.com to vote, and we are at game point still, and I'm mounting my comeback right now. I'm coming back from behind just like the Bills did last night, down 21 points. But not far enough ahead. Yeah, I guess not. And I'm going to tell you what, folks, this is your chance to make that motherfucker spin the wheel just in time for Christmas. <laughs> okay. That's all right. It's a big smile. All right, do we get any voicemails? We certainly do. And they are brought to us by our good friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse, come see all your Salvation Army dollars in action. (laughs) See you in Syracuse. Way to come back, McBride. Good job. Yeah, that was good. Good job. So uh, first one came from our pal James Obsolete. Apparently he was hanging out with you, Carl. Yeah. Hola, creepos. What's up, Vinny? I'm What's over up, here hanging out, getting drunk with Carl. He's all upset because the Bills lost to the Patriots. Yeah. Because the Bills suck yeah. and the Patriots rule. I don't Go know Pats. That. Hey, can I see your dick? Oh, and your asshole, if you don't mind. Jesus Christ, Carl. Will you put your pants back on? This is the last time I'm going to get drunk with Carl for sure. <laughs> Let's all show each other our dicks and have a drink. Great. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say, keep up the great work bringing the creepy creeps uh. and digging your show, Vinny Likes Wrestling on the Cardiff Electric Network. Call Thank me you back. for the plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, James Absolutely. We love James Absolutely. I like how he pretends he doesn't like when I come on to him. I like how he pretends like that. He loves it and he knows it. He made you a picture. Now, uh, folks, I am going to throw a plug out there. Vinny Likes Wrestling Episode 2 is coming out very, very soon. So make sure you are following the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network, the only place you can find it. Jesus Christ. I don't know how that guy has figured out how to get more plugs on these shows. What's so funny is nobody else wanted my show. <laughs> Did you really shop it around? Oh, yeah. You didn't ask me to put it on the Who Are These Podcast Network. You didn't even put the creep off on the Who Are These Podcast Network. <laughs> That's a good point. Because some good points. Uh, Vinny likes wrestling. Carl, you fucking retard. You fucked up five weeks in a row. You absolute idiot. The, the, the fucking lady that turned the guy to God is the fucking creep. Not the serial killer. What the fuck's wrong with you? Well, buddy, you were wrong, but good try. We had so many voicemails this week, Carl. Yeah, I got a couple, too. Let me play a quick one for you. Go ahead. Hey, Carl, this is for the uh, Creep Off podcast. You're gay. All right. Uh, this is a message from apparently your buddy Jim. Hey, Carl. It's uh, Jim from the clan. Uh, you're, you haven't been in the past couple meetings, but we were all listening to your show, The Creep Off, and we noticed that you two never uh, mentioned the race of the perpetrators, at least not always. Sometimes you do when they're a black man. Good on you, boy. But I was oh, thinking, Jesus we were Christ. thinking it might be a fun little uh, game. If uh, if he made the audience guess, we would get people white, Hispanic, black, and maybe we'd start uh, noticing some patterns over time, you Jesus know? Christ. It might be very informative. Anyways, you uh, uh, January 7, you know, you have the first week to get that squared away. Uh, it is up. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. Carl, could you please tell your clan buddies to not call the show? Yes, yes, I will. And also, I know there's a couple of voicemails like that from Anthony Cumia that came in. I'll tell all of them to calm down with that. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Listen, do I have to get back to this 45-second rule? 45 roll? seconds. I tried to listen to all of these. Hey, Carl, this is Junior. Hey, I think the real creep from your segment should have been that chick who was moaning the entire time hearing Margie or whatever the fuck her name was talk about almost getting murdered. Sounded like she was coming her eyes off. Yeah. Anyway, call me back. Those people were so fucking annoying at that religious show. They had no idea how to carry on a conversation. I have a uh, voicemail for us here, Vinny. All right. Hey, Carl, this is a creep off call. Um, I'm calling because I am pissed with the voting system. Not only in America, but uh, yep. on the creep off. Okay. People are voting for the wrong creep. All the time. Listen, 
idiots. Yep. Not every creep needs to be fucking yucky. I get it. All right. Gore, creepy. Totally. Carl has brought people with with the darkest derangement I've ever heard mm -hmm. of two weeks in a row. Yep. And now without three. Without subjecting me to any vomit-inducing things. Yep. This motherfucker is going around actually fucking policing other people. Yes. No training, no yeah. anything. Security Defund guard. this guy. Yeah. D-nut this fucking Gregory guy. Yeah. It's terrible, and it ended up hurting people. I mean, for sure, Fleshlight Solani should win, but man, <laughs> it, sh it shouldn't be this fucking landslide. Yeah, I agree, sir. I think the voting system is a little fucked on this show. We need to get it right. I think you should just get better at the fucking game. So, uh, too many voicemails this week. Love you guys. We're going to move on. Uh, are you ready for a scum parade, Carl? I'm ready for the scum parade. Let's do it. Watch out for the scum parade. Oh, no, it's the scum parade. Look out for the scum parade. Making Vinny's day. A woman is facing criminal charges after authorities say a young child and several animals were found living in a feces-covered and urine-soaked hotel room. Oh. So it was like stuttering John's apartment. Okay. Karen Willoughby, 26 years old, was arrested last week on charges including child neglect and three counts of animal cruelty. An animal enforcement team was called to America's Best Value Hotel. This is actually in Florida, by the it way. It is. The yeah. article. So listen, I'm going to give you full disclosure this week, ladies and gentlemen. I usually have a really nice write-up for all my scum parade stories that I read off of. I fucking forgot to save it. Oh. So I'm going directly Bummer. to the stories That's today. Right. So forgive me if I fuck up. I'll That's do my best. Right. So... This did happen. Her name's in Kristen, by the way, not Karen. So <laughs> there's two fuck ups on this one right out of the gates. <laughs> Very upset with myself. No, you're fine, buddy. You're doing oh, hold great. on. You're doing a great job, Vinny. You, Thanks, you Carl. Keep going. So the animal enforcement team was called to the best America's best value hotel in Satellite Beach. Yeah. As our animal enforcement officers were walking up the steps, they could actually smell the ammonia coming out of the room from all of the feces and urine that had been put in there. Uh, said the police spokesperson. Willoughby was said to have been found living in the room with a six-year-old child, five cats, and four dogs. Oh, God. That's a that's a mess. Even Hell Sparks wouldn't be able to clean it up. Jesus Christ. Call Hal. Maybe he <laughs> at least he'd give it a shot. I heard he's on his way. That's what I like about, <laughs> about good old Hal. They shared photos that showed three emaciated dogs stuffed in a single crate. I want to punch this woman yeah, in the fucking this woman, head. This woman's a fucking problem. It was a complete and disgusting environment, not only for the animals, but for the child as well. When they made contact with the woman inside... You know, she had at least a very good excuse for why it was such a mess. Yeah. She said she doesn't have time to clean out. What is she doing? What does she mean? What does it mean you don't have time? What do you have like a beer on the balcony show to host or something? What do you mean you don't have time to clean out? Well, she just didn't have time to clean out. What is she doing? What does she do? What is she doing? Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> she have time. I mean, she's got three dogs, five cats, and a kid. Come on. Do you think I got time to clean the oh, hotel room? Shit. The single fucking room we're all living in together? Oh, they're shitting up the place. That is fucking nasty. Uh, the child and all the animals are now said to be safe and recovering. How long do you think you could have four cats and four dogs and a kid living in a room before it becomes that unbearable? Two like, and a half hours. Okay. Because I'm saying, like, they should have probably called the cops a little sooner. You think? Before, like, don't, like, you're in a hotel. They have maids. Oh, I don't think this hotel has any of those things. <laughs> okay, check. <laughs> What's the name of it again? Super cheap, lucky America's hotel room. Best Value. It's <laughs> <America's Best Value. laughs> the name of this episode. America's <laughs> Best Value. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a brand name. We're, it's the best value in America. You are not going to find shittier for cheaper. It's <laughs> exactly. America's Best Value. Yeah. Things that you don't want to have the word value in them are like places you have dinner or places you're staying overnight. So not, uh, it's not a good word. I went to Josh Douglas car dealership. They had great value. <laughs> yeah, reasonably priced hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this story is really fucked. And we talked a lot today about how the system is failing all of us, Carl. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, here's another corruption at the top. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? This might be Hillary's fault too. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. A man recently released from jail allegedly killed the woman he stalked more than 20 years ago. Jesus. Neighbors of 71-year-old Sylvia Matthews called 911 at about 7.30 a.m. Friday after hearing a loud noise in her Washington, D.C. home. Someone smashed the windows of her SUV and tried to break into the basement. Now, later that day, around 11.30 a.m., police again responded to the home after receiving another report. 
Once they arrived, a neighbor told them they thought Matthews was being held hostage in the home. So this is a 71-year-old woman. Yeah. The police are at her house twice because someone broke out the fucking windows. Twice in one morning. Yeah. And now they're saying that this lady's, like, fucking in there being kidnapped. You know, the cops bust their way in. The officers found Matthews unconscious, suffering from a head injury. Ugh. And uh, she died from her injury Saturday. Now, police arrested 66-year-old Michael Garrett, who was at the home when they arrived, in connection to the death. According to the news, Garrett allegedly told police he just got here. I was just got here five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Is this the woman that you were stalking? That's why you were in prison? No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, it was. Holy is, shit. Is, what are the chances of that? Holy shit. It was a one in a million shot. <laughs> oh, man. He said that, listen, cops, Matthews called me over here because somebody tried to break it earlier. And, you know, I don't know if you guys heard about that, but I was here to come and protect her. When she fell down, police also had also received a call at about 8.45 a.m. And according to WBNS, during the second call, officers learned that he was on the phone with the victim. Okay. And they tried to tell him to leave Matthews alone, but he allegedly refused. <laughs> this is a very confusing story. Yeah, I don't know. But this guy was, was charged with stalking and breaking into her house in January of 1999. Right. And he spent more than 20 years behind bars following the arrest. Yeah. This guy must be an OCD case. Dude, he, he's a completist. He's, he's got to get it done. done. Doesn't matter how much time it takes. I just got to get it done. Her family believes that they met while Matthews was working as a pharmacist. They said they did not know him, but had heard of him. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what that means either. He was like the pharmacist who apparently came obsessed with this lady, is what I'm thinking. On the day leading up to the previous arrest, Matthews reportedly heard uh, glass breaking when she was sitting in her home. When she went to check on the disturbance, she allegedly found Garrett climbing through her bathroom window. He then allegedly chased her out of the home before being arrested. So the first time, he got into the house. Yeah. And he couldn't get his hands on her. Right. Second time, finished the job. Their surveillance videos from October allegedly showed him knocking on the door of the home and asking her to open up multiple times. Matthews told police he threatened to kill her. He was arrested for threats to kidnap or injure a person, but prosecution was denied for some reason. Okay. The two also got into an argument several days later. Matthews accused Garrett of putting her in a headlock and punching her in the face that's as some, well as threatening to kill her. That's some old-timey fighting right there. It reminds me of, like, Brutus from Popeye or something. Like, put him in the headlock and punch him in the it's face. It's a side headlock with a couple <laughs> shots. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's all you got to do. That's how you take care put an old lady down. Why do I have a feeling that this is how I'm going to go and it's going to be at the hands of Cardiff Electric? That when I was reading this story, I'm like, yeah, this is, uh, this is hitting close to home. The a relative said the family is devastated and they said it's like the system failed us. Well, yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a little bit. Yeah. They did nothing. This guy got out of jail and immediately starts stalking her again and murders her and they did nothing. They even arrested him once and didn't prosecute. Yeah, and the, and the judge was like, I think he's good now. I think he's learned his lesson. Mr. Garrett, are you going to bother Miss Matthews anymore? Uh, yeah. Miss who? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that, son. You have a good rest of your day. What the fuck? Uh, we're emptying the jails, buddy. That's the new thing we're doing. Working hey, out real well. Boy, do I have a story you're going to like. Okay. Connecticut man. Yes. Urges mothers to let him train young daughters to be sexually submissive. Yeah, and the mothers say that's ridiculous and shut him down, right? Well... A CNN producer has been arrested on charges that he enticed women and their underage daughters to engage in illicit sexual activity at his Vermont ski house. Ew, CNN? He works for CNN, <laughs> yes. John Griffin, 44, allegedly used messaging apps to persuade parents to let him train their young daughters to be sexually submissive, telling them that a woman is a woman regardless of her age. <sighs> They also said that women should be sexually sub subservient and inferior to men. Apparently, by the way, that this is, might have been Dick Masterson. This say, might have been Dick. That's not a good pickup line. Women should be sexually subservient and inferior to men. Never worked for me. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> it only has to work once, Carl. You just got to keep true. trying. That's true. It's a According game. to the U.S. attorney, Griffin told a mother of nine and a 13-year-old uh, that it was her responsibility to see that her older daughter was, quote, trained properly and later sent her $3,000 for plane tickets to fly the younger daughter from Nevada to Boston. They went on the flight in July of 2020 
and Griffith picked them up and drove them to his home in Ludlow, Vermont. At the house, the daughter was directed to engage in, and did engage in, unlawful sexual activity. So is the mom arrested too? This is uh, fucking crazy. Oh, we're not done yet. In two other incidents, the indictment says that Griffith proposed a virtual training course that would include him directing a mother and her 14-year-old daughter to remove their clothing and touch each other. And another proposal which Wait. he suggested that a mother and her 16-year-old daughter take a, quote, little mother-daughter trip to Vermont. Wait a second. How do you get a mom and her daughter to commit incest over a Zoom meeting? I'm just asking for a friend. I don't know, man. <laughs> Honest to God. This story is crazy, right? This guy's an idiot. He's crazy to think that anybody can learn anything over Zoom. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we have a whole generation <laughs> of kids coming up that are going to be functionally illiterate. That's true. And the only thing they're going to do is turn on an iPad. It's going to be fucking great. But he's going to rule the world someday. <laughs> Make me your king. All right. The indictment charges Griffin, who lives in Stanford, Connecticut, with three counts of using a facility of interstate commerce to attempt to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. He faces a mandatory 10 years to life on each count. Good. Fucking awesome. Good. So good luck, dickhead. And uh, a CNN spokesperson told the advocate that the company takes the charges incredibly seriously. And they only learned of his arrest the after this afternoon and have suspended him pending the investigation. I guess so they better. didn't fire him. They just were like, listen, man, we're going to have to suspend you without pay. I guess that's better than them saying they find these charges to be hilarious, right? Taking them incredibly seriously is probably the way to go. In a statement, CNN said they think these charges are the funniest thing they've ever heard. This guy's a fucking segment producer. The other segment producers are going, really, dude? You thought you were going to get a mom and a daughter? Good fucking luck. He did, though. That's the part of this that's fucking, I don't get it. He's getting the, these moms and daughters to commit sexual acts on Zoom. It's fuck? fucking crazy. And our last story. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen, one second. I, I, if I'm Jeffrey Tubin, by the way, I'm going, see? I'm not the creepiest person at CNN. I don't know why everyone's looking at me over here. That's hysterical. There it is. Okay, our final story. This story actually angered me, Carl. Did it make you mad? This story is another one that's fucking Bazogs. I mean, bazogs. It's, it's either bonkers or bizarre. It's not bazogs. Actually, I think that's a new word that we just invented. The story is bazonkers. All it's right, bizonkers. I'll be honest. A federal judge in Kansas City sentenced a former Missouri police chief to five years of probation in the beating of a man who tried to drown his own infant daughter in an icy pond. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? If cops can't beat up guys who are trying to drown their baby, then who can they beat up? Right? Question just, I got. Same question I got. It shouldn't just be black people. It should also be guys who try to drown their baby. <sighs> the federal grand jury invited, uh, indicted him with violating the civil rights of a man identified in the court's documents as Jay-Z by throwing him to the ground and striking him in the face while he was restrained in a chair. Now, Not the Jay-Z, I want to point out. Here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This guy, Halgrimson, the cop, was investigated for using excessive force after Jonathan Steven Zaccarelli walked into the Greenwood Police Department in December 2018 and told police he had just killed his infant daughter. Right. Her body, he told police, could be found in a pond on the west side of the small town, 20 miles southeast of Kansas City, and where basically everywhere they could find. After rushing to the icy retention pond, Halgrimson and another officer found the child unconscious, floating face up. Her lungs were filled with water. They removed the child's wet clothes and wrapped her in the chief's shirt to warm her up. Paramedics arrived and rushed the child to the hospital where she's treated for severe hyperthermia. The baby survived. That's the part that was crazy to me. Because when they said trying to drown and then they're like, yeah, you know, she was in this frozen pond unconscious. I'm like, well, that's that, you're going to die from that, I would imagine. So what do you think Halgrimson does? He goes back to the police station and it's captured on video. Mm -hmm. He grabs Ziccarelli by the throat, throwing him to the floor and starts punching him in the face. Yes! Fuck yeah! Yes. The appropriate response to what this guy has done. I like Beat his ass! He's tied to the chair too. He's, Good! He's tied down his cop. Kick him. wailing on him. Kick him. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree this was the right move. So they put him on administrative leave Zachary 31 pled guilty in August to felony child abuse and was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Yeah, good. And uh, Halgrimson's attorney had asked for a lighter sentence for one year of probation for Halgrimson, citing in part his career as a police officer and the risk of uh, recidivism and further criminal activity were pretty much non-existent. This yeah. guy's not a fucking problem. Right, what are we worried about? He's going to beat up everyone who tries to murder their baby? Good! 
did. Let him beat all those people up. The it's only fine. the only fucking verdict that I would accept from this judge is a fucking medal to Halgrimson. <laughs> yes. This guy's the man. They should be recreating this for a uh, made-for-TV movie or something, right? This guy, this is a good story. I want to play the Good him. guys win. I want you to play the, the Zicarelli. Okay. I murdered my baby. What are we even talking about here? <laughs> Guess what I just did today, guys. Ah, <laughs> Zicarelli. Be a good right. show. Maybe, maybe we'll make a uh, sketch. Yeah, from, Greg uh, Halgrimson was his name. And he's been on uh, administrative leave since December 26th. Of last year. Yeah. This right. is a fucked up story. So that is the scum parade for this week. Carl, we had a hell of an episode today. I think we had two Hall of Famers. Yeah, seriously. This was, these were good ones. So remember to vote for who you think the creepiest Arkansasian. What the fuck do we call them? Dummies. <laughs> One of the dummies. From, who's the creepiest dummy from Arkansas? Yeah. And it ain't Hillary Clinton because she's from Chicago. So right. vote for Josh Duggar. Whatever. And uh, you can visit thecreepoff.com. And don't forget, we'll be back next Monday live right here on youtube and if you'd like to you can check out our patreon we got a lot of fun stuff up there past episodes hall of fame scum streams and coming very very soon a new edition of who are these creeps yes we got to uh, get that scheduled for this month busy month for everybody by the way so can we do chicago next week so i can no, bring hillary back no. again next week it's we're going to be <laughs> celebrating everybody's favorite holiday christmas oh we're doing a christmas episode? christmas creeps christmas creeps all right christmas creeps that's fun we might have a special guest in the studio for that one okay cool and eh, never mind I don't want to spin a wheel. That would just fuck up everything, wouldn't it? Let's if I brought in a guest next week, it would fuck up everything. Well, I want you to spin the wheel. Well, let's bring a guest in. Let's see what happens. Let's bring the guest in. Let's vote if you want the guest to come in or not on our Twitter. Tell us which guest you want. Let us know who you'd like to have see back. That would be fun. Okay. I'd like to know who people want to see back. Put that on the Reddit or some shit. Yeah, all right. That's a good idea. I'm pretty sure they're going to say Adam Hughes. Who? Hughesy. I think they're going to want Hughesy. On the show. All right. Seems to be a big hit. No more of your WATP bullshit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack. Hey, can I see your dick? Oh, and your asshole, if you don't mind. Let's all show each other our dicks and have a drink. Great. Ciao, Bella. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures. <laughs>